Hello and welcome back to this New Year's special bonus points podcast episode. Alan joins me as always today. Hello guys. On today's bumper episode, we review Game Week 19 and 20, discuss our transfer plans and look into Game Week 21. Let's begin by running over the Game Week 19 Boxing Day scores. Manchester City looked to have one hand on the title after an emphatic 6-3 win against Leicester at the Etihad. Raheem Sterling scored twice to make it five goals in four games. Arsenal's young guns fired once more. Alexandra Lacazette, Emil Smith-Rowe, Kieran Tierney and a Bapea Saka brace saw them thrash an injury hit Norwich 5-0. Spurs saw off 10-man Crystal Palace as Wilfred Zaha was showing his marching orders before half-time. Harry Kane found the back of the net in that one. Despite Mikel Antonio's first goal in nine games, West Ham were beaten 3-2 against Southampton at the London Stadium. Win was the Saints' first in seven matches. Romelu Lukaku came off the bench and inspired Chelsea to a much-needed victory at Aston Villa. Lukaku scored and won a penalty as the Blues ran out 3-1 victors. Brighton claimed their first three points since September, thanks to Neil Mopé and an expert chip from Leandro Trossard against Brentford at the Alex. Manchester United could only draw at Newcastle. Alan Sadmaximum gave the host a deserved lead, but substitute Edinson Cavani ensured the Red Devils remained unbeaten under Ralph Lane. Lastly, Liverpool versus Leeds, Wolves against Watford, and Everton's visit to Burnley were all postponed due to COVID outbreaks. So, Alan, how did the eventful Boxing Day game week treat you? Yeah, it was good for me, to be fair. I scored a nice 69 points, which resulted in a green arrow up 200k places to 323k at the time. Um, with the announcement of us getting an extra free hit given to us, I decided it was the right time to use my first one due to, as you just touched upon, all the postponements. I brought in two Arsenal players, Martinelli and Tierney, uh, the latter providing a 13-pointer haul with his goal, clean sheet and one bonus point. Um, I also had Saka in the team, but he was already in my squad before I activated the free hit. His two goals, all three bonus points, netted a mammoth 16-pointer. And then onto the other side of North London, I decided to back Spurs by bringing in Regulon, Loris and Son. The trio scored me a pleasing 21 points between them. And then the last of my returners was the City double-up of De Bruyne and Cancelo, who scored me seven and four points respectively. Um, my only disappointments really of the weekend were the United triple-up, my captain Renardo, Dallo, and uh, my Sancho punt, which was, yeah, a very big differential for the game week, game week but it didn't pay off at all. Uh, in hindsight, I should have just went for someone who was, yeah, more nailed. But I, I don't know. I just loved, I, I liked that punt a lot. I don't know why, but it, it didn't work out at all. So Yeah, I remember saying to you at the time, yeah. I'm sure Sancho is going to start. Yeah. Tonight, but to be fair, <laughs> I, he started the next game. Yeah, he did. I really did think he was going to start, but... You know, like it wasn't it wasn't just Sancho who was poor that game. It was all the United players, so it doesn't really uh, doesn't really matter too much. Um, but overall, very happy with how my game week eighteen panned out, and I do think it was the right decision in the end to play the free hit. How was your game week eighteen, Philby? Yeah, so just like you, Alan, mate, uh, the free hit actually worked wonders for me. Um, I got sixty eight points, um, which is uh, amounted to two hundred k game week rank, which is my second highest game week rank of the entire season. Um, I got a green arrow up fifty k places uh, to forty seven k overall. <laughs> my, again, my highest nice. rank ever. So it was it was, a, it was going pretty well to be fair at that point. Um, it could have been a whole lot better to be fair. Like I left, so I had. Uh, the captaincy on Bakera Saka, I ended up putting him vice captain and Ronaldo captain. If, if you know, if, if only I, I hadn't have done, if only I hadn't put Ronaldo captain, I probably would be like yeah. 35k roughly overall now, which is not to worry though. It's only about 
Um, yeah, I was run through my returners then. So I had De Gea, five points. Uh, Tierney, just like you, mate, 13 points. Ancelo, four points due to the assist. Reguilón got seven. Son, eight. He just ticks over nicely, doesn't he? Zaka, as we both mentioned, 16. And Harry Kane scored to get six points. Then on my bench, they were returned as well. I had Jared Bowen, four points. Tarek Lamptey, six points. Armando Brozier, four points. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty pretty good week to play the free hit, wasn't it? And like, yeah, um, definitely. Compared, yeah, compared to the people that didn't play the free hit, like me and you gained so much ground, really, didn't we? Um, yeah, which was also, I guess, very pleasing. Um, yeah, and the only disappointing thing I just touched on was Ronaldo. Um, so unfortunate. Like, I, I was pretty confident he was going to score against Newcastle too. But United were just woeful. God knows how he score out of that match. Watched the first hour and it was probably one of the worst performances I've seen from United along with the Watford one all season. Um, but yeah, just to recap, I got 68 points um, and then that's a nice green arrow, 50k places to 47,000 overall. Um, let's go on to game week 20 now. Um, Manchester City edge past Brentford thanks to a superb body, Phil Foden. City now lead by eight points. Um, Danny Werbeck scored a stoppage time equaliser for Brighton to deny Chelsea back-to-back wins. Gresham mounts on Thomas Tuchel after Lukaku came out and vented his frustration since Rita winning. Leicester inflicted defeat on a lacklustre Liverpool King Power after substitute Adamola Lookman scored the winner three minutes after coming off. Manchester United cantered to victory against Lancashire rivals Burnley. Scott McTominay, Ronaldo and a Ben Mee own goal did the job for the Red Devils. Manuel Dennis returned once more, leaving many FPL managers delighted, but Watford succumbed to a 4-1 loss at the hands of West Ham. Harry Kane made it three goals in three matches, but Tottenham could only draw against 10-man Southampton. Antonio Conte became the first manager to go unbeaten in their first seven league games. Crystal Palace picked up a rare win without their talisman Wilfred Zaha. Patrick Vieira's side breezed past the doomed Norwich City at Selhurst Park. Finally, Leeds versus Aston Villa, Arsenal at home to Wolves and Newcastle's visit to Everton were once again cancelled due to coronavirus. How did you fare in this game then, Alan? Yeah, so unlike last game week, this game week was just average for me. It was okay. I scored 44 points, which was a small green arrow up 25k places to 298k. Um, For my only transfer of the game week, I decided to make a pretty dumb sideways transfer of Kane in for Ronaldo. Um, who would have thought I brought? I would uh, bring in Kane after his performances in my team earlier this season. But, you know, here we are. As expected with a pointless sideways transfer like that, Ronaldo outscored Kane by six points after his goal and assist against Burnley. Um, I think sometimes you've got to try and keep your emotions out of FPL, don't you? And the only reason That's I took him out thing, is because I was fuming about the Newcastle game. If if it wasn't if Ronaldo wasn't playing for Man United and it was a team I didn't support, then maybe I would have kept him in my team. But oh well, at least at least Kane did uh, score, so it wasn't the end. of And it. the thing is, Alan, also Kane had that goal that was marginally. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. He, he could have had a brace. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I did forget about that. To be fair, that was yeah, that was such a good goal as well. Like he it looked was, like uh, he was back to his best with that goal, but just offside, yeah. as you said. Um, so yeah, um, like pretty much everyone who kept Salah, I captained him, which obviously didn't go to plan. He had his penalty saved. Then his <laughs> rebounded header hit the crossbar. Then he had another mm. chance, didn't he? After that, and he just missed it. Um, yeah, so three chances on goal and didn't score. Uh, pretty disappointing, but pretty uh, unless people, because some people did transfer him out, didn't they? Uh, that yeah. didn't use the free hit last last week. But uh, yeah, everyone else who kept him captained him, so it wasn't really the end of the world. It's not the biggest. Uh, yeah, loss, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so 
Now on to my returners alongside Kane's six-pointer, Dennis Antonio Cancelo Diaz, and the most unexpected of all, Vincente Guaita, uh, who returned <laughs> for me. He finally returned. Uh, he finally rewarded my patience with a clean sheet against Norwich. And that's his first since I brought him in eight game weeks ago. Man. Wow. Jeez. We've had him for eight weeks, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> This, what an awful transfer, but at least he's fine. Yeah. And us. And Imagine if he didn't keep a clean sheet I against know, Norwich. Man, I think I would have I punched my screen. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. It was the week where he had to, like, it was just yeah. meant, like, it was, it, it had to happen, surely, and it did. So that's, that's great. Um, so I had a few blankers. Bernardo Silva, yet again, couldn't get an attacking return. I did mm. predict um, when we first brought him in that he could be this season's Gundogan, but obviously that wasn't right at all. I think that's now 18 goals Man City have scored and he hasn't been a part of any of them, which is crazy. Right, yeah. um, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Alonso got me two points, both conceding one goal, wiping their clean sheets. And lastly, Dallow came off the bench for the last 10 minutes for a one-pointer. Interestingly, he was actually playing like right wing slash right attacking midfield, but I don't think he's going to be play- playing there usually, but... He he did he did actually have quite a few uh, touches in the box and touches around the penalty area. So obviously nothing yeah, came from he's, it. Yeah, he's definitely a good option if he's guaranteed to start yeah. every match at that price point. Four point five million. Yeah, and also yeah. we were talking off air that Wambasaka was really poor um, against Burnley. So you'd hope he was. It's Dallo's yeah. place to lose, and he was only being rested. But let's see. Um, so yeah, to summarize. Quite an average game week for me. Nothing too special, but at least I got another green arrow. How was your game week 20? Yeah, well, exactly like yours, mate. Very, very distinctly average. So I got 43 <laughs> points, which again, is just above the average. I've still somehow this season only got below the average once the entire time, which is kind of mad. Um, but yeah, I got a small uh, red arrow and 10k places to 58k overall. I mean, I'll take that at this point in the season with all the uncertainty around the fixtures, coronavirus and everything. Like I'm more than chuffed with how the season's going. So it's a good position to be halfway to, through the season. It is, isn't it, mate? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And compared to last season as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, marked, it's a marked improvement. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now onto my team. I actually had six returners, um, despite only getting 43 points, which I've had previous game weeks. We both had previous games this season. Far less returners, but way more points. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so I had, just like you, mate, as the viewers know by now, <laughs> Vincente Gaisa finally got his clean sheet, him a nice juicy six points. The City duo of Ruben uh, Diaz and Jao Cancelo also kept a clean sheet against Brentford, giving six points apiece. Finmin Son, the ever-reliable Son, got six points again. He got an assist and Spurs' uh, victory, or draw, sorry, their draw. And likewise, Emmanuel Dennis scored for Watford early on. Uh, he got one bonus as well, giving him seven points. What a play he is. You know? Unreal. His that finish, finish great, was unreal. It? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> right into the top bins on his weak foot. That's a man in form right there. Yeah. I mean, what's that now? Eight goals, five assists or something like that for Insane. him overall this season? Yeah. Playing for a poor Watford, Watford team. team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. It's actually crazy. And then my final returner, big Mikel Antonio. <laughs> five points. He got an assist. He missed a one-on-one as well, didn't he? Could have oh, I didn't see better. that. I watched the yeah. brief highlights, so I didn't watch it on match of the day. Yeah, Jarrod Bowen played him in, mate. He missed oh, a one-on-one. Yeah, one-on-one, right. so it could have been an even bigger point. Uh, for, At least he's finally getting then, turns again. He, yeah, God, mate. Thank God, it's been <laughs> nine, yeah, nine weeks since it's, you know, nine weeks without getting a return, more or less. 
But yeah, then the only disappointment of the of the game, to be honest with you, was Mo Salah. The thing is, if he scores that penalty, or or, or you know, or Mrs. Deng scores the rebound, yeah, we're, we're not laughing, so to speak, but it's a lot juicier, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, with that penalty, if you if you actually watch it again, Marco obviously saves it, and then if Salah just stays where he is, where where he is after he kicks it, he'll score the rebound. Because he almost runs ahead of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, he was when too he, short, wasn't yeah, he? So he, he, can, he yeah. was like almost too short. Yeah. If he just stays on that penalty spot, he scores that rebound. But, better. but it wasn't to be. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't even that mad when he missed that. Like, he's been amazing this season. me. And then, yeah, as you just mentioned, mate, um, Bernardo Silva disappointed again, like from an attacking sense, although I thought he had a good game. He just scored three points. Uh, and then I had Eves Basuma who automatically came on for COVID Conor Gallagher. I mean, Basuma loves a booking, mate. It's actually mad. It's, it's crazy. Did you, I don't know if you watched the Brighton Chelsea game. I, didn't, I think Basuma, no. oh, Basuma's had about three bookings in the last five games. He could have easily got sent off in that match. He, he, he played it off well, but he stamped on one of the Chelsea players. I mean, it might be oh, really? Damn. Yeah, and then he was going to lunge in just after getting a yellow, but pulled out of it at the last second. <laughs> Honestly, my hand to heart in my mouth, because that would have been another game. <laughs> I had one Imagine. player getting minus or zero. Yeah. I got zero points. So, yeah, I think that, that's probably like six game weeks in a row, or six out of seven game weeks where I've had a player that's got zero points. Yeah, just um, just quickly on yeah. Conor Gallagher, that must be so frustrating that he was out for COVID, uh, with COVID, because if he's playing against that Norwich side, I reckon he gets a return. Yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. It's been that way a couple of times for me recently. I've had a couple of players that have probably would have got returns against the likes of like Burnley and, and whatnot, and it just wasn't meant to be because Burnley obviously had a little bit of COVID cases. But anyway, um, can we talk about our transfer plans now for the New Year's Day programme? Yeah, let's uh, who do it. For? Yeah, so I've actually activated my wildcard. Maybe I'd yeah. potentially jump the gun, but let's see. Last Last time, I think, I did jump the gun in game week four when I used my world card, but it worked off. Well, it turned out I didn't jump the gun because it worked out perfectly. And I, I shot up to 15K at the time, which was mm, yeah, yeah. Um, the, my highest place in the season. Um, I think it's because I jumped on Lukaku and Ronaldo early, and I believe they both got two goals in that game week. So that's why I went, uh, yeah, went I so high up into the, uh, in the ranks. So let's hope that happens again with this world card team. So in goal, I've gone for Edison. And the 3.9 million bench fodder of Sondergaard as my other goalie. Um, <laughs> uh, with Edison, obviously Man City just keep clean sheets. He's nailed. I, I'm. Mm. Oh, they don't have any double game weeks scheduled though because um, they haven't had any cancellations, which is pretty crazy. I'm pretty sure like every other team apart from them have uh, had postponements. Yeah, you're you're um, right. Yeah, and Chelsea, I think. I think oh, Chelsea, really? the Chelsea, only other team. Yeah. Yeah, but they should have had a cancellation away at Wolves. Oh, yeah, really. yeah, I remember, yeah, because Tuchel was annoyed. But um, mm. So I might go for someone <clears> a little bit, uh, goalkeeper a little bit cheaper that's, um, that's has a double game week scheduled. But then again, like, with 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 Man City defenders, because I'm going to, I've got Cancelo and Diaz as well. I've kept them. Like, I reckon they, they could get more points in a single game week than some, like, average team defenders can in a double game week so very true yeah and yeah so I, I don't know but at the, at the moment I got Edison in goal then in defence I've gone for Emerson Royale in over Regulon just because he's a little bit cheaper um, mm. I don't have with my team at the moment I don't have the money to have 
get Regulon. But Real, I think he's a bit more nailed than Regulon. Yeah, no, that, mate, I was just going to intervene and say uh, Emerson Royale seemed nailed, but Regulon, yeah. I, I think Conte Regulon's or someone... just about the better option, I think. But Yeah, no, I, I think he is, but I, I'm pretty sure Conte said something about Regulon not being at like 100% nailed. It, oh, really? It's obvious okay. to me. Yeah, it's obvious to me that Conte likes Ryan Sessegnon. He, he's played him a couple times. Yeah, already. He, yeah, but he's just got the injured, manager. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he just got injured again. I, I, I honestly think that Regulon doesn't have that spot 100 percent nailed at the minute. But yeah, Royale's. A, yeah, I, I probably would do the same thing. Definitely, and also if Tottenham they are supposed to have a double game week, you never know. Like if Sessegnon's back, Regulon might play one of the games and mm, yeah, uh, Sessegnon on the other. Whereas Emerson Royale, he's got obviously Doherty, who's a right wing back, but he's been poor for he, a while. He's I don't rubbish. Think he's, yeah. yeah. So. The most nailed option in that Spurs defence, other than Larice, is probably Eric Dyer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, so. Felix. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit cheaper than Royale as well, isn't he? I think he's like 0.2 yeah. million. Cheaper, but yeah, he is. I'm going to stick with Royale at the moment. Um, so then I've kept Trent Alexander Arnold and Cancelo and Diaz that I touched on earlier, and also <laughs> Dallo, but not sure about him with Man United's defensive performances recently. Um, I might bring in maybe a Wolves defender or something like that around the same price. But for now, I'm keeping Dalot. Then in midfield was where most of my changes were made. So Jota, Son, Bowen have all come in as my main three midfielders. And then nice. Ramsey and Rice for the bench. Um, nice, yeah. Both Ramsey and Rice do have potential double game weeks coming up. And yeah. basically my reason for bringing them in is so I can use the bench boost chip as quick as possible. I really, I'm not a big fan of the bench boost chip at all. It I think it just it just uh, kind of limits your options sometimes because obviously I've had to, if you want to use it properly, you want players that are going to play on the bench, but usually those players are yeah. a bit more expensive than like, so yeah, I, I don't know. No, I, get, I get what you mean. Yeah. What I, mean. Like, I, I, I read somewhere that about some guy who just, well, some guy was saying his tactic is just to always use it in the first game week, which is not a bad shout because just means you just get out of the way. You don't have to worry about it. I I, I really don't like it. It's my least favorite chip, to be honest. Like it, it can, it can work. There's a lot of luck involved with it yeah, as well, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not totally against it, but I think it's only because of last season I got I had a mammoth return with my bench boost. I oh, really? It was what? Yeah, I can't remember what the game week was. I wish we could go back and look, but yeah. they all they, li- they literally all returned. I think I got like 20 odd points on nice. my bench boost, I'm pretty sure. I, but yeah, for most most people, like, it just amounts to nothing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I honestly can't remember how many points I got with it last year. I don't even remember when I used it. But um, yeah, I, I just yeah. want to get rid of it. So as soon as, hopefully, game week 22 is going to be a double game week and I'll just use it then and then I can uh, slowly start downgrade, downgrading those players to... Um, players are a little bit cheaper that frees up funds elsewhere um and then for up front i've at the moment i've kept dennis antonio and kane um so yeah i haven't made like the only place i made loads of changes was in midfield to be fair on the wild card um mm. and obviously as you could probably figure out i got rid of salah he does have one game against chelsea before going off to the african cup of nations but it obviously is always risky to get rid of such a highly owned player, but I think Son against a leaky Watford defence will score more points than Salah against Chelsea. But You'd like to think so, would, but you yeah, just never yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. Um, but Son was just, he's risen in price so much recently and I just he has. wanted to get them in early. 
Um, I, I did say I brought in Jota on the wild card, which I will. I do want him, obviously, when both Mane and Salah go away uh, to the African Cup of Nations. But I am thinking of, because obviously, like I said, they got Chelsea next. I'm thinking of taking a punt on another midfielder for one week and then bringing Jota in for them after after the Chelsea game. Uh, that that was going to be yeah. Madison, but obviously that game now has been called off. So yeah. I haven't really haven't really looked into who else I could bring in. So for now, it's Jota. But I reckon come tomorrow, 11 o'clock, the deadline, this team will be changed a little bit. Um, you reckon? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I, I am really thinking of getting two... Because obviously, like I said at the moment, I've got a bench fodder goalkeeper. And if I use my mm. bench boost, he's going to be getting no points. Um, and Edison's got the single game week. So I could downgrade Edison, which will obviously free me more funds and then that will allow me to get um, a, a bench goalkeeper who will actually play. So maybe I could go De Gea and Backman or something like that. I don't know, but let's see. But then the annoying thing is then after I do that, then I've got Backman stuff on my bench and I don't want him there. Like, he just, like that's that's why I hate him. He's cheap though, so isn't he? No, he's cheap, I know, but like, it's just, I, I, like he's 4.5 million, isn't he? And I'm never going to play him yeah. after the bench boost. He's only going to be there for the bench boost. You see what I mean? So that's why I just, yeah, I just hate bench boost. Anyway, <laughs> for Captain No, no, you know, it's yeah, interesting yeah. to hear. But the thing is, I think this season, more than ever, probably, I know I actually don't from my mouth. I'm trying to talk to myself here as well. But yeah, this season, more than ever, you probably need a, a that's true. That's yeah. playing on the bench. That is true. Yeah. Look, at, look at us the other week with Gaeta when you know, yeah. he, he missed one game, maybe two, but it was just one, wasn't it? But then yeah, I didn't have a keeper yeah. for that week. Yeah. You that, know, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if I was you with your world card, it's it's good. I, I really like it to be honest. Definitely keep the city uh, defensive double up, but I would probably change Edison, maybe yeah. To, yeah, just just because of the double game week issue and the fact he is expensive. And the thing is, if City don't keep a clean sheet, then you'll have three defenders. Yeah, that, you know, yeah, all that's blank. The Maybe oh, that's it's the high only risk, thing high reward, I'd really isn't change. It? So, yeah. Very true, and you need to be yeah. risky though. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think. We'll see. We'll see what the. Hopefully, there's some double game weeks announced before the deadline, and we'll see from there. Um, yeah. And I'd then, like. Maybe, what about maybe get? I'm just thinking the two keepers that I'd probably go for. Yeah. Right now, I'd. I think Lloris would be the number one contender to be honest. Like Spurs have two or three games in hand, really nice fixtures. They're keeping clean sheets. Yeah. Monte. I would obviously have to get rid of Emerson then, because of all. Yeah. Son yeah. True. Actually. But, um, yeah. Like, yeah. That I could do that, and then I could bring in. Or Jose uh, Saar, the Wolves one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Lloris is another option. There's quite a few options, to be fair. I, I, I'm thinking yeah. about it, we'll see. Um, yeah, like I said, it will definitely be changed by by the deadline tomorrow. Um, and then mm. for captaincy, for me, it's between Son and Kane. I think I'll most likely go with South Korean just because, obviously, he's a midfielder, so he gets an extra point for goals. And if they keep a clean sheet, he gets an extra point there as well. Um have you made any alterations for Game Week 21? Um, so I started off thinking, you know, a couple of days ago that, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to play my wild card. I made two wild card, card drafts. I won't go into them just because it would take up way too much time <laughs> and I actually haven't decided to. Um, but I guess it's, it's going to be a lot shorter of a, a segment for me than it was for you. I've literally just made, use my one free transfer um, definitely the right thing to do. I bought in Jared Burn, the informed Jared Burn. He got yeah. 14 points last game week uh, for Conor Gallagher. Unfortunate to lose Conor Gallagher. I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back in in the future because he's so good for me. Like, he was 
few weeks ago was you know when he scored twice against Everton and he got yeah. was it the 15 point haul he shot me up about 25k places just on his own um so yeah I'm all, I'm forever thankful for that <laughs> you know um yeah so I'm there's a small chance I may end up using a wild card Alan a small chance it yeah. all depends if, if if they announce fixtures before the deadline but if they announce these uh, fixtures after it's going to be quite scummy because it's going to favor the people <laughs> that use the wild cards so much I'd, yeah. honestly, I'd be expecting a massive red arrow at this point to be honest if that is the case which i'm, I'm kind of dreading it but it's just something basically last last season i remember i used my second wild card straight away and it just didn't go to plan and then i was rejigging and always having to take points hit from that point onwards so i think that was one of the main mistakes i made last season um, was just using the wild card. Yeah. I, I'm going to try, as I said to you off air, I'm going to try and, and not use it for preferably as late as possible, to be honest. But it's looking like I might use it um, after the FA Cup uh, round of fixtures. So for, in two weeks' time, I'll probably activate it. But we, we shall see, really. Um, but yeah, I'll just um, quickly run through my team, to be honest with you. Um, basically, kind of like you, I'm relying on some to return and if he doesn't return and if man city don't keep a clean sheet i could be a bit screwed to be honest with you um i'm kind of dreading it to be honest <laughs> so i'll go through my team i've got data in goal um tough game for palace at home to west ham i mean i doubt he'll keep a clean sheet and then my back four is really tough to be honest um trent away at chelsea and then i've got rudiger obviously facing liverpool i mean Hopefully, Trent can... Ideally, I guess I'd want a clean sheet for both, but yeah, I'm boring really nil, nil. That pro- <laughs> Yeah, that probably won't happen. I'd like it if Trent could somehow score a goal, you know, or get an assist. That'd be quite nice. And then my other two defenders, the City duo, as per Ruben Diaz and Gal Cancelo. It'd be wonderful if they could keep a clean sheet against Arsenal. And to be honest, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I, I don't know. Arteta's got COVID, so he's not going to be on the touchline, which is definitely going to impact things. I thought about it from that angle. I, I think City could keep clean sheet against I Arsenal. Think they, City, they, yeah, really... they can keep clean sheets yeah. against anyone. I, I won't be surprised at all if they keep a clean sheet against Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And they've got a fantastic record against the Gunners, both at the Etihad and at the Emirates, where this game is taking place. So I, 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 I'm not too worried about having a City double up there, to be honest with you. Um, and then on to my midfield, I've got Salah, obviously, just before he goes away to the AFCON I just too for me I just can't get rid of him beforehand like, he could easily score a couple against Chelsea on the weekend Chelsea have looked shaky this season yeah they have season. yeah the last month really they've looked really really shaky at the back and they played Brighton a couple of days ago and I honestly thought Brighton deserved to win that match I, 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 I don't think he watched it but no he, I am really really good so yeah I think I'm just gonna I'm not gonna captain Salah though um Probably a bit too risky, but you know, if if I do end up captain in Salah, it could actually be kind of like a differential captaincy pick this week because a lot of people are leaning <laughs> yeah, towards the Spurs yeah. guys, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And then on to my other midfield options, I've gone for obviously stuck with Bernardo Silva. Not really expecting much other than maybe a two or three point return at this point, which is frustrating for someone in the City midfield. Um, at the minute, I've got the captaincy armband on Bimin Son, just like you. Uh, they face a leaky Watford expecting a return or two from Son there. And then my newly transferred in Jarrod Bowen got Crystal Palace away. I mean, what a season he's having. He's unreal. I remember watching him for Hull in the championship. He had three or four seasons there, scored 20 goals in every season. He's finally showing that form this season for West Ham. He struggled a bit last season, didn't score that many goals, but 
Yeah, he's probably been their best player along with Antonio this season. And then up front, I've gone for Antonio, of course, and then they're ever reliable for me anyway, Emmanuel Dennis. What a boy he is, what a boy. And interestingly, um, nine, yeah, nine of my 11 players uh, are in the season dream team. You know, they've got the, the, the blue star symbol next to them. It's quite crazy, that, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, Antonio isn't somehow he must have yeah obviously his poor form has dropped him down a few ranks in the, in the forward category hasn't he but yeah that's my team I don't think I'm going to wild card uh, just use my one free transfer but a subject to change really um, if they do announce the double game weeks before the deadline which would be so annoying if they do because it gives everyone barely any time to plan <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised with the game you know how the game last week cancelled well, not cancelled crash sorry like 10 minutes before the deadline, like wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Probably but happen they again, wouldn't like, it? They like making it hard for us, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good game week 21 and we will be back with another episode in the new year. Goodbye.